What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk about week seven sits and starts and more coming up now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Neil Crabtree. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. It's going to be a two-man show tonight. It's just Neil and I. Arms is showing his birthday girl some love. <laughs> showing his wife some birthday love. So he's out, which means me and Neil are actually going to get to speak. Yes. We I get guess. to say stuff. <laughs> it's, it's not an hour and a half of arms. No, it's not. But... Uh, since we get that opportunity, and, and honestly, you get the least opportunity, especially with arms here. I'm guilty right. too sometimes. Well, you got to moderate the show, though. Segways and all that. Neil. Neil knows how it goes. So since since you get to say anything without him interrupting from the get-go, what, what do we got, Neil? What's up? Going to jump into week seven to see if actually anything's going on as far as like anything that that is exciting to us, what's not exciting to us. We could, yeah, and I have a feeling it's going to be an exciting week. Like the the first game of the week was good, the Eagles Giants game, much better than I expected. I mean, it wasn't like fundamentally good. It, no, no, there was there's definitely there's definitely a lot of but really it, it, bad moments. It was moments. even slop. It was. I, I'm still I'm still <laughs> uh, replaying the Daniel Jones thing in my That's head. That's terrible, like, man. I feel bad for him in a way. Oh, I do too. Because I mean, he just he wasn't expecting to get loose like that. <laughs> He was not expecting to be flying down the field like Deshaun Jackson or lack thereof since he's hurt again. But, I mean, he was there. He was gone. They, they were comparing that to the butt fumble, which I don't know if – I don't think it's that bad, but I still feel bad for him. And um, it was brought up on some of the betting lines that it was like plus 400 for him to get a rushing touchdown that game. Yeah. And he fucked a lot of people. Oh, man. <laughs> Think about all the excitement going on when somebody's running there. Like, he's going to get the touchdown. Hell yeah. Plus 400. Yeah, yeah. Winning thousands uh, and he tripped yeah, over himself. nothing. Yeah, on himself. Fucking phantom tackle. And man, he he, he looks he looks fast. Well, they said he's running 20 plus miles per hour. I mean, I was I was pretty I was pretty damn impressed, to yeah. be honest with you. Like, yeah. I was I was looking at him, and I'm like, man, he, he could definitely beat Kalen Bellage in a foot race. Yeah. Without all, you know, without all that being said, the only thing that was really terrible about that game was the penalties. Like Giants just shot themselves in the foot so bad. Yeah, I said I don't even have a horse in that race, and I was getting angry. Yeah, I was. I wasn't real thrilled to watch the Giants blow yet another one because it's like, like you've said a bunch of times, like it sucks watching the same the same team suck. Yeah, and even though I'm not a Giants fan by any means, I don't want to watch them suck all the time. Like I, they've they've invested a lot into. Yeah, their core of players, Daniel Jones, Saquon, you know, they've got a Julius Peppers. They've they've got Blake Martinez they invested in. Like, they've invested in it, and they still are terrible. It's disheartening. I don't want to see 
that happened. Wow, the questions are already coming. Nice. We're going to get to week seven, absolutely, but we might as well go ahead and answer some questions. Uh, Miles says, drop the the Saints for Washington defense. I'm going to have to pull up my magic wheel. Washington's playing against Dallas. But like... um. I think that both will be seeing the field a bunch. So there'll be more opportunities for giving up more yards too, though. Yeah, and and I don't really, I I, I don't really see Dallas's offense. It's not going to be what it was with Dak. Right, we, we know that. But Andy Dalton can't possibly be that bad. I, I, I mean, he's I got love, weapons. I, mean, I love Andy Dalton, but like, um, there's weapons there. I, I would I wouldn't actively pursue Washington. The defense. I, I wouldn't either like i'm not real happy with the saints defense but miles is there any other options on the wire because i i just don't think that i don't think that's a good like I'm, even the panthers aren't gonna be blowing up the saints if they do win yeah yeah so. and, and, and and the panthers are they're capable so until you get us another uh defense to consider and then he asked start gibson I think it's okay to start yeah, Gibson this I, week. I'd be fine with that. I mean, Dallas's defense is absolutely terrible, and, <laughs> and the floor of Gibson is super safe. Like, I, uh, really, really safe. I kept seeing throughout the week that they have seven pro bowlers. Who? Dallas. From last year? No, just seven. Uh, in their lifetime, seven pro bowlers. Oh, okay. And they're still playing that bad. Okay, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Like, fundamental football, and they're failing at that. Oh, Miles was responding to uh, Kashif, who said, do y'all think I should start Antonio Gibson or Clyde Edwards this week? Well, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know about that either, because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still going to get plenty of touches. That's kind of, that's a push for me, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. real sure. not real sure how I feel about that one. I, I'm, I'm not one way or the other heavily. Yeah, either way. I think it's his preference on that one, because I, mean, I can I can see Gibson have good, having a good game. Yeah, technically he should have a good game, yeah, but JD McKissick should. keeps cutting, right. cutting in a little bit, and you know it's hard to tell who they'll have next. They'll bring someone in that, that's aged out, like uh, <laughs> although we don't know if he's aged out, but we can touch on it real quick. Antonio Brown is back, yeah, officially. Rich, I know a lot of savvy owners went out and grabbed him when they could. The rich get richer, right? Yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antonio Brown, yet again. What, what what's your quick thoughts on that, Neil? Well, my first thought is, um, what happens to Scotty Miller? Is he just going? Are they like, are they really going to be five deep and this? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, that that's my instant thought is is Scotty Miller. Somebody's got to see touches, and it's not. <laughs> and I mean, everybody's going to see touches, but as far as who's on the field, you're not taking Godwin off the field. You're not taking Evans off the field. So yeah, the most logical yeah. thing is to take Scotty Miller off the field. You got Antonio Brown. Like he's I, literally he, a, the perfect guy to put in the slot on that team. He's like I said, he still have Gronk, and Rojo has been really, 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 really solid this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually happy he's doing well. Me too, because just like some of those teams, you don't want to see guys <laughs> just be awful. That's that's not what we. Yeah, it's root like Rojo is like, like he's gonna be good this year. He's gonna be good. He's not, gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> he's gonna do it finally. Yeah, and he and actually it, is now. So far, he, he is looking pretty solid for sure. But AB. A- I don't know about the fantasy implications because, again, there's a lot of mouths to feed there, and Rojo is playing well. But for the team, like, this is fantastic. The Buccaneers are already looking pretty good. They just whipped Green <laughs> Bay, and I, I don't think they're a couple of losses or anything to even worry about. Like, I think that's growing pains, figuring out this how this new team's going to gel with Tom Brady at quarterback, and it's working out really well. 
And I want to say real quick, last episode, I said the whole thing's working out well for both teams, but that, you know, it doesn't take long. No. The Patriots, it's not working out so well. It, it It's not, they're not the same team without him. Now, the thing is with AB, um, we can touch on is that he's obviously not going there for selfish reasons. Because he, I mean, he should be smart enough to know that he's not going to go to a team with that deep wide receiver and expect, you know, six to eight targets a game or so. Yeah, maybe he's come to his senses a he's little like, bit. He's like, I'm coming there, help out here and there. Yeah. yeah, he'll be solid as long as he just keeps his head on straight. All he's got to do is is just shut his mouth. <laughs> yeah, this, it's, it's the same thing as as the the leader of our, of this country. <laughs> shut up, like just shut up. Like some people just yeah. have to shut up to be successful. Antonio Brown is one of those. Yeah, they, shut up. Yeah, you say your policies might be fine, Trump, but you just need to shut up. Get off Twitter. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I got so much more I could add to that, yeah. but I'm not going to. Right. But A B, just be quiet. Like yeah. for some reason no one can be quiet. You got like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman controversy over talking about planes flying over, which to me was nothing. Yeah. It was no big deal whatsoever. But I mean, everybody just keeps getting busted for saying shit that offends <laughs> everybody. Um Arians has dealt with him a good bit already with the Steelers and hopefully Brady can keep him down too, so yeah, it's, it's positive. I think. I, I think it's positive too. I mean, he he got suspended eight games. We haven't heard a single bit since he got arrested for doing whatever he did with the moving guys. Right. But I mean, not all the other allegations have seemed to just fade away and disappear. So yeah, settled or something. Yeah. So this is his uh, Kareem Hunt situation. Like, are you going to turn it around and and get back to playing good football? Because he's you know he could probably play a few more years at a high level. Yeah. So, are you going to do that, or are you you, you just going to say piss on it? So, got a good chance to actually do something, maybe even a title. I mean, that team's good enough. The defense is really good. Devin's insane on that team. It's, it's White, right? Yeah. Yeah, White. He was insane last week. It's hard to get him. Yeah, Devin Bush is out for the yeah. season, sadly. But but watching him, he was everywhere last week. Man. Yeah, he's good. I mean, I mean, I hope Levante David's good. Shaq yeah, Barrett's I love, good. I love Levante. Carlton Davis, it, it looks like. And Sue's like re- resurging. Yeah, Sue is. Yeah, he sure is. And and Jordan Whitehead has been an underrated guy that's stepping up. Like, there's just a lot of good players on that team. And they look really smart right now for bringing Brady in. Really, really smart. You thought it was just to fill the seats, but it's not. I mean, they've got a shot to do something. So you add AB to the mix. Things could happen. So and and to wrap it up, to wrap it up on AB, we talked about it before the show. Is like this is probably the time to sell AB if if, you, if you're wanting to get rid of him, sell him now before he actually gets to a game because this is probably the biggest hype for him. Yeah, it's gonna get rid of him. I agree. Yeah, we were talking about just that, and I I picked him up in the only two sleeper leagues I'm in, and I was able to grab him in one other league. I think maybe two dynasties. I'd have to check, but. I mean, he's he's available. I'm not going to hold on to him. I, I, yeah, I've held on to him in that one dynasty league forever. Just yeah, just holding on to him. I hope half my leagues aren't listening and, and like, well, I mean, he's he wants to sell him <laughs> pretty bad. But yeah. I do. I just I grabbed him, but in one league, red zone where I suck. I've got my first win, and I'm half tempted. Yeah, against me, I was undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm 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 half. Oh, was it against you? Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, but but I'm half tempted to keep AB because I have Scotty Miller there, and I had to start him. Right. He was my wide receiver three because I took this team over and tore it down to the ground. <laughs> but uh, yeah, AB might be he might be my new starter after I traded Emmanuel Sanders in a deal for Derrick Henry. So looks like AB well, might live on that 
that roster. You got two weeks to wait on that one. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. I'm not going to make the playoffs, so I'm not sure what I'm waiting on. He'll probably be for sale. Let's uh, let's start diving in to week seven. No more questions on the docket currently, but feel free to bring them on. We've got the Panthers and Saints first and foremost. Neil, is there anyone in particular in this game that pops out as you as a must start and anyone that pops out as a, a definite sit? Well, well, like even with the Panthers right now, like Davis is still he's still got starting, but he's been no contact this week. And I don't know if he's like has injury issues right now, or they're just trying to protect him from having injury injury issues. Um, I think is Samuel hurt. Uh, I I, I, I like, think I was I feel up like or, he's questionable. But like, a lot of the ones for the Panthers are just the, the gimme guys. I would start with those guys. And do, do you think that DJ Moore is starting to resurge a little bit? And, I got I got to, I got to see it, see it a few more weeks I would think yeah see I, I feel like Robbie Anderson has been a nice fun story so far but I, but I feel like DJ Moore is eventually going to reclaim his his spot I hope he, I hope he does receiver. considering like his asking price in the off season yeah I actually just uh, I acquired him well in in the Brill the Back Row Invitational League I got DJ Moore for uh, AJ Green and Christian Kirk I believe which Kirk has been playing well but yeah, I don't I don't I see still him. faith in him. I do too. I like Kirk, but I don't see him. He's going to be inconsistent, and, yeah. I, and I think DJ Moore can be a nice, solid floor of twelve plus. So I, I like the deal for myself. But Christian Kirk did score two times after I, I made it happen. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do like DJ Moore in this one. I think he's kind of on a roll. He's getting ready to head back into kind of a dominant direction, uh, like twenty nineteen. So I love DJ Moore in this one. If Mike Davis is in, you got to play him. Uh, the Saints, Michael Thomas is out again. Yes. This is not any reason of, of his, but he's kind of the biggest bust in fantasy this year. Yeah. Injuries happen. We can't blame it on him for bad play. But, I mean, you you spent a first-rounder on him more than likely, and you've gotten zip <laughs> through almost the first half of the season. I mean, even even in, like, the 16-teamer dynasty he would still could be he would even be a consideration to be taken in the top 16 most of the times on the back end because he is the number one receiver and he's so much further ahead than everybody else and it feels like how he could have came back on the low end from his injury he's actually taking the far end of it so like yeah it like, just keeps getting worse yeah it just keeps getting worse so I, I doubt him I think I said it on the last episode I doubt him for DJ Chark in a first I, I just had to do had to do what I had to do. It's like so, a it's like Lambert just made that trade to get to trade him off for for Mike Evans in the first. I'm like, do it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Do it, I mean, it, you know, fantasy football. It's like you, it, no matter what kind of league you're in, like if if you don't want to win now, you're you're not playing correctly. No. So I know that dynasty is the long game, and and you want to be competitive every year. But when you get a guy like Mike Evans or DJ Chark and a first to double right. up and grab a guy that could be the next Michael Thomas or Mike Evans or DJ Chark. How can you not? You know, it's it's just to me, it's just good business to to cover yourself. Have a guy that can help you win now, and you've got capital for next year. Who knows if Michael Thomas doesn't play another down this season? If he keeps re-injuring himself, you might be able to take that first you got for him and get him right back. Yeah. So, gotta 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 play smartly. There's yeah. really no one else on this team or in this you, game. You got Alvin Kamara. That's about it. Alvin Kamara is a must start. So it, it's you know. Even if get, Arms uh, was here, this is where our tangent would go on and we yeah. wouldn't talk for 20 minutes. <laughs> He'd be talking about Kamara for a while now. But is there any Saints receiver you're interested he, uh, in with 
I'm not excited about Smith or Sanders. Sanders is out. Oh, is he out? Wow. Yeah, COVID. So wow, I didn't see I, that. I don't know 100% if he had it, but I saw something to the okay. to the issue about COVID. So I, I don't think he's playing. So it's going to be like. Is it a cook game? Oh, it's definitely going to be a cook game as long as he's playing. I every seems like every time I see him, he's questionable. But, but Cook and Traquan Smith might be worth firing up. But I don't. I don't even know what receivers they have outside Traquan and like who's the next man. I, I, I really do not know. I have no idea. Like I, I don't have any. I've not seen anyone with a Saints wide receiver past Traquan Smith in a fantasy league this year. So I legit don't know. I'm. I'm glad you're starting to look it up, but. Maybe there's a sleeper, a diamond in the rough for that game. Wow, I, I really, I, I don't know. I don't like Callaway, Ty Montgomery. Wow, uh, yeah, it's bad. They might have maybe maybe Ty Montgomery go plays receiver this week. Maybe they'll put uh, Kamara out there and have Murray running most of the time. Yeah, so Kamara is <laughs> a, a magical play this week, more than likely. Jared Cook probably a good one. Traquan Smith, if anybody's going to score on a throw probably going to be traquan <laughs> smith so that might be a great play outside of that and i assume he's cheap in dfs oh yeah this could be a great <laughs> like 4400 or 3900 or something great week to pick up traquan but but the thing is he's he's basically marquez valdez scantling on another team <laughs> you're going to get a good game or you're not it's 50 50 you're not getting more than one or two in a row it's going to go back and forth so it's it's a roll of the dice this week as far as uh traquan smith goes Anyone else in this game that interests you one way or the other? No. I mean, Teddy, two gloves. I, I don't think he's startable any week. Like, he no. surprises, but you can't bank on him, so you can't really yeah. put well, him in. Well, first of all, you're never excited. No. That's a lot of our and you're talk not a, is excited. It's like, man, I'm excited to start him. Not excited about Drew Brees anymore, either. I think he's done. I'm, I'm tired I, of seeing him, too. I, I, I think he should be done. The dink and dunks, and I just, I'm over yeah. it. I'm ready for this new crop of quarterbacks. Like, oh, yeah. I'm ready to see the passing of the torch from from guys like Breeze and Philip Rivers, and obviously Brady and Rogers are still going to be around. But you know, there's other quarterbacks that it's just it's time to move on from them. Well, even the shakeups, as far as like Stafford maybe being somewhere else, or Ryan being yeah. somewhere else, the yeah. shakeups would be nice. Stafford deserves to be somewhere else. Like the Lions yeah. just cannot get it right. So no. I wish they were the next game up, but they're not. Let's move on. Bills and Jets. This one's going to be a good one. <laughs> For the Bills. For the Bills? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe Crowder. Crowder always shows up. He does, but Joe Flacco's in there. He, it's, he's showing yeah, up Donald's a back little this week. bit. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay, I thought Flacco was going to play again, so it shows what I, <laughs> I know about this week. Fire up all your Bills with confidence. Yeah. There's no reason not to. Even if it fails and this advice is garbage, you can't willingly – Set your studs on the Bills, knowing they're playing the Jets. I'm excited now because the fact they've had two back-to-back matchups of like a tough opponents, and now they have you know an easy one this time around. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen can get back to business. <laughs> uh, Devin Singletary can get back to business. Maybe Zach Moss, Stephon Diggs, definitely. He's startable every single week right. so far. He's even still he's still done good. Even they started pouting at the end of the last game, but yeah. Well, he does that from time right. to time. Gabriel Davis probably going to be fine in this one, but is there is there anyone you're firing up on the Jet side? I'm happy about Crowder most of the time. Yeah, you you can't really lose with Crowder. I mean, he's the target share is too high, so he's going to get his. But and on on defense side, what pulls on that team, right? 
Poole's been playing I, out I, of his I, mind. I do like Poole, and yeah. that's about it. And we normally don't recommend cornerbacks uh, <laughs> in fantasy, but but Brian Poole was a uh, well. He's letting a lot of passes be caught, so he's he's got a lot of tackles. Right, and and he's scoring. He's scoring like yeah. crazy. So Avery Williamson is putting up good numbers. They're probably going to see plenty of runs. So Avery Williamson is going to be a high, yeah, pretty uh, a high quality play this week, but. Running backs on the Jets, Lamichael P. Ryan getting eased in a little more and more. I'm, I'm not excited about any of them. No, I'm not either. I didn't see anything that I that I liked last week. Again, it's the Jets, so we're probably not going to see anything that we love. <laughs> but I do want to throw out a, a a red alert after the uh, Giants and Philly game. I think it's time to to buy Wayne Gallman while he's still cheap. He looked really good. Yeah, in that game, like the stats don't show how good he looked. But he ran with burst and, and conviction. Like he, he looked really good. He looks better than Devonta Freeman. I don't know why they signed Devonta Freeman because Wayne Gallman is better than Devonta Freeman. And I hope now he finally gets his chance to at least be a serviceable starter. He's not going to blow anyone's no. mind. That offensive line is still really bad, but maybe we actually see him be solid. We got some questions. Should I trade Justin Jackson and OBJ for Lockett? I got to say yes. Yeah, I would too. I'm not sure if this is a dynasty, a redraft, but I'm not sure that I care. <laughs> Justin Jackson, it doesn't look like he's, he's yeah. playing this he's, week. He's replaceable. Yeah, and, and I like Justin Jackson. Actually, I watched a little bit of the Chargers game last last week, and he's he looks good. He's got burst yeah. shiftiness, but he's also hurt all the time. <laughs> And he's hurt now. So OBJ, I don't trust the Browns passing offense whatsoever. Lockett, you throw him in your starting lineup every week with no question. Right. So you trade for that guy. He's about as solid as solid can get like one one bad game this year. That's it. Right. I'm I'm my days of hating Tyler Lockett <laughs> are over. Th- th- those days are, are long gone. I uh I can't pronounce your name. I so visit, but hello. Hello. <laughs> so if you didn't know. If you tune in every week on uh, Podcast Catchers, we do stream live, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. You can come on, ask questions. we got the live chat up. Uh, our, our boy Isovert says, would I be crazy for giving up someone like Eekler for AB? Um, not if it's redraft. No. If it's redraft, nothing crazy at all. If it's dynasty, I think it's crazy. Yeah, you got to hold on to Eekler. Yeah, would not trade Eekler for AB in the dynasty whatsoever. He says, I have Zeke and Kareem at the one and two. I get that. Um, again, if it's redraft, have at it all day long. If it's dynasty, I would be very, very much reserved. Yeah, especially for dynasty, like we talked about earlier. There's way too many mouths of feet on that team. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like AB is going to put up stats like he used to. He's got Mike Evans and Godwin there. And Rob Gronkowski's getting mixed back in. Yeah. So, yeah. Rojo. Rojo catches catches passes. He does. Yeah. So, if it's redraft, yeah, all in. Browns-Bengals, Battle of Ohio. It's redraft, and A.B. would become my flex. I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with A.B. in the flex position. Browns and Bengals. Is there anyone that just pops off the page and says, start me, Neil? Giovanni's a good one. Is Travion Williams actually the good one? I don't. I don't see. I say. I mean, I, I mean, I'm pretty much pretty sure it's gonna be Giovanni. Probably 95 percent of the carries. 
Now, see, I, I, I thought I saw something a little while back that if in the event that Joe Mixon were to go down, Travion Williams would actually be the bell cow and Giovanni would like just see it. mix in more. Yeah, we'd like to see what Travion Williams has got. I know our boy Chris Stoops would like to see what he's got. <laughs> so There's a lot of people. I'm, I'm actually excited about a lot of people in this game. I mean, it's all the bingo receivers. Yeah, and, and, I, and I don't know... I don't know if Kareem Hunt alone, like Kareem Hunt looks good, but that rushing attack is not quite as potent without the one-two punch. But it's also who they played recently too, though. It is, but I like Baker. Baker just doesn't look that great. Like there, there's just a lot of throws where I feel like he's not getting enough on it. He's not putting enough off his back foot. I'm over he's him. not accurate enough. I'm kind of over him too. I think I just I don't think he's ever going to be a true franchise guy. He's kind of uh, middle of the pack. And I just don't know who to trust fantasy-wise on this team. Uh, Jarvis Landry has a broken rib. Yeah. So he's not doing well. He's in pain. So maybe OBJ is definitely, fi- you know, you could fire yeah. him up. But most people are going to fire him up anyways. Maybe Rashard Higgins in his absence because Austin Hooper yeah. isn't going to play either. So, yeah, yeah. So you've got uh, Harrison Bryant might be a, a high upside flyer and Richard Higgins, but OBJ is the only guy you can be comfortable starting and, and Kareem Hunt. I wouldn't yeah, mess with Baker. Yeah, those two, that's it. No. And this could be, I'm going to go ahead and say it, actually. This is going to be an upset game. Right. This could be Joe Burrow's best game of the season, and he delivers a win against the Cleveland I hope so. Browns. I hope so too, but I mean, like you said last week, you could play cornerback for the Browns right now. <laughs> yeah. So Burrow's probably going to shred him. Yeah, plus, AJ Green looked pretty good last week too. He showed some signs of life. Finally, they yeah. need to go ahead and trade him to Green Bay if Green Bay will give him anything for trade him. him the path or something. Somebody. Yeah. Just go ahead and do it. You got Boyd. <laughs> you got. I mean, Alden Tate should get more playing time yeah. too. John Ross, AJ Green, <laughs> get trade chips. Yeah. See you later. But yeah, I, I like Burrow in this one. I wouldn't be comfortable starting a running back on the Bengals because I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know which guy. I mean, you're probably right with Bernard, but I would love to see Travion Williams get a shot. Yeah. But as far as the rest of that offense goes, like I like Burrow, your boy T. Higgins, yeah. and I like Tyler Boyd because there's, there's one of two outcomes. <laughs> Joe Burrow beats this team with his arm. Or the Browns have him throwing all day anyways, trying to catch up. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a passing attack fantasy frenzy uh, for Bengals owners. Things I, kind of, I, mean, I know it really hasn't worked out for the Bengals, but I, I kind of, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying watching it right now because it, it reminds me of the Palmer with the with CJ and Hushmanzada and Chris Henry days as far as the nice air attack. Yeah, and, and and they're you know they're there's only one direction to go and it's up. <laughs> I mean they're they're you know they're they're not doing a lot, but they can definitely improve and get better. So anyone else on that side defense wise, I mean Miles Garrett, you're always he, going to start him at IDP. Yeah, but but as far as the Bengals go, there's they do not have that's a big part of their issue this year yeah. too. They don't have a dominant guy. No standouts on at the all. front seven. Nobody. Even like that are like staples on the defensive line, like Atkins and Dunlap. They're not seeing every down no. play anymore. So no. And Josh Bynes, for God's sake, <laughs> is is their starting middle linebacker. <laughs> I mean, there's just nothing to be excited about on defense. That, has to, that has to be an upgrade in the offseason. 
It, ha- it has to be. I don't know how they went into this season. <laughs> like, hey, it's good enough. Uh, yeah. Well, this guy will work. Well, they kept Ray Maluga for years and years and years. And I forgot he existed. He should. Wow. Yeah, he wasn't the greatest. Vontez Perfect, too. Yeah. Finally gone. So, anyone else? Those are the only guys right. we're talking about to me in that matchup. Then we've got a very interesting Cowboys and Washington matchup, like another NFC East battle. Philly laying stake to the to the <laughs> crown there again, even though they're not that great. Cowboys, Washington, Neil, is, is there anybody you love in this one? I mean, you still got, I still think you have to start your guys, your studs. You're not going to sit the guys. No, Andy Dalton's still going to be throwing. Yeah. He may not be as good as Dak, but there's still going to be guys performing like there has to be. There, there just simply has to be. And I mean, C.D. Lamb's going to be... C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper right. are probably going to be fine. And this is the pick'em game, too. That's all it is. It's, cr- it's crazy. Washington is a pick'em against Cowboys right now. Yeah. Is, but, is there anyone on Washington? The, I mean, the, Scary Terry's getting his target share no matter who's at quarterback, so he he looks like he could play with Tom Savage. It just, just Gibson and Terry, that's about it on that side. Yeah. No one else really stands out. Gibson, Terry... By all means, do not play a quarterback. Don't do that to yourself. Don't put Kyle Allen in your starting lineup. He's not like the worst thing I've ever seen, but you're probably not getting a big fantasy day out of a guy like that. So, and Bostic. Yeah. Yeah. Bostic on the defensive side. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch is coming back, I believe, this week. Sean Lee is too. So he's, he's oh. due to get hurt. Fire up two middle <laughs> linebackers in fantasy this week. But yeah, CD Lamb. Of course, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Yeah. yeah. Jalen Smith. It's Smith. Yeah, Smith. Not Br- I have to actually play Jalen Brown this week. So You can fire up Zeke. You can fire up Lamb. You can fire up Cooper. Uh, Dalton Schultz probably be okay, too, because tight yeah. end landscape is starting to fall off a little bit again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're, Zach Ertz is out. You know, Dallas Goddard's out. We learned that from the game last night. Surprisingly, Evan Ingram's still healthy somehow. But dropping balls like always. Dropping balls like always. That That's a trade target, in my opinion. They need. I think they need to move on from Evan Ingram. Give Caden Smith the chance. He looked good. I agree. Whenever he had the chance, Ingram still has some trade value, I would think. So, but yeah, Dalton Schultz in this one, I would, I'd be comfortable throwing him out there. Logan Thomas on the other side, I would not. Packers, Texans. Take it away, Neil. Who are you excited about besides Adams? Are Are you still on anybody else? You can't be. I mean, you you just there's no one consistent enough on the Green Bay Packers to be excited about Aaron Jones. He's dinged up. He's dinged up. We don't know. That news just came out today, and the Packers stated they're confident in AJ Dillon in the event of an Aaron Jones mm-hmm. missed game. That would be a fun flyer in DFS if AJ Dillon actually gets the work. He's going to see some, and and against a team that you can run the ball against. So, AJ Dillon might be a sneaky DFS play. Other than that, you got Devontae Adams, you got Aaron Rodgers. And Ton- and and Tunyon's hurt. Tunyon's hurt as well. So, yeah, it, it really comes down, again, to the Packers whiffing on skill position players <laughs> in the first few rounds. Although A.J. Dillon, yeah, you know, I guess they did draft him. But maybe uh, Jordan Love can play receiver this week. It's possible. Maybe that's something that could help him out. Texans, on the other hand. Fuller. <clears throat> Fuller. Cunningham. I mean, Brandon Cooks is is still an okay play, not a great one, but I mean, he's like, he's like the sketchiest of sketch. <laughs> he's an enigma. 
But after a couple games ago, it's hard to not consider it because, again, much like— He's boomer bust. Yeah, and much like the Browns and Bengals game, this is going to be Deshaun Watson throwing wild on him for the win or throwing wild trying to catch up. (laughs) So most likely you're going to have a couple wide receivers on that Texans team that are worth playing this week. Nobody at running back. David Johnson, (laughs) week one. Look kind of impressive. Yeah. Ever since I, for, I forgot that he was even a running back in the NFL. <laughs> like there's not been any reason to be like, oh shit, look what David Johnson did. That hasn't happened. Nobody said that. We can't say that. <laughs> People don't say that. So don't play him. Just don't play him. Defense. Zach Zach Cunningham every week start. Right. No question <laughs> yeah. about it. Packers wise. I mean. There, there is again. It's a Bengals situation. <laughs> There's no one you can think of on that Packers defense that you want to throw in there. Blake Martinez I, is I, gone. I, yeah. Oh, I wish he was still there, just so we could say his name. Christian Kirksey was hurt. I assume he's still hurt. Not a hundred percent on that, but I think he's still hurt. If he was in the game, I would recommend that you could start him. But I don't think that he is. So moving on, Lions and Falcons battle. Of two quarterbacks who deserve to go to teams that can actually do something. Who you got, Neil? I would, I would of course, start every stud I had in this game. The, the, both their defenses are awful. Yeah, the, the, the Lions defense is terrible. The Falcons, this should be the epitome of a shootout. This should be lots of Kenny Galladay, lots of Julio Jones, no injury designation this week whatsoever. Yeah, Ridley's got the questionable. Ridley does have the questionable. Russell Gage is probably safe to fire up as a low-floor 10-point guy. He'll probably give you 10. I think he gave <laughs> folks 11 or 12 last week. Yeah. That's, what, that's all you can ask for, really. When, it, he's, when he's starting, that's what you should expect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first week, that was fool's gold. You know, Russell Gage, nice bi-week throw-in to get you 10. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Lion side, does DeAndre Swift, is is it his time? I'd actually be pretty – I'm sold on starting him this week. I am uh, too, but it's the Lions. It worries <laughs> me. Like Adrian Peterson could have 30 carries this week. They could give Swift like four. Like I, I'm, I'm comfortable putting Swift in as a flex, but in Dynasty Leagues where I'm – well off and, and he's been sitting as my third or fourth back i don't know if i can put him in yet well yeah i wouldn't be comfortable with starting him over like established guys but i will still be happy having him as my number two if that's what i had yeah yeah i mean it's not a, a discomfort it's just what if <laughs> every week is what if with him so it, it's it's, it's what if of a lot of the guys on that team like hogginson any of those guys on that team yeah and he's been up and down as well. Galladay, you can fire him up. No worries. Ryan, fire him up, of course. He'll probably have like 330 or above. Oh, yeah. Matt Ryan, even you know, and if you're in a league where interceptions aren't murder, I mean, you can fire him up every week because mm-hmm. be, there's going to be yardage there. So do either one of these guys get traded? Does anyone on these two teams get traded? Um, I think Ryan, I think it's like his number is insane. I don't know if it's like upwards of almost, almost forty next year or something like that for somebody to take him on. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah, money. He's not. He's not. He's not going to get traded this year. It's one of the things where they can draft a quarterback coming up, then him like 
get supplanted next year, then he, then get moved on because I think the number drops drastically. But Stafford, his number isn't nearly as bad as Ryan's is. No, and Stafford's a guy that should get traded. Matt, if Matt Patricia, if they lose this one, and Patricia is fired because I think he will be if they lose. I think Matt Patricia will be your next firing um, if the if the Lions lose this game. Well, they they said um, during the off season and maybe last season that it's playoff sort of bust for him this year. Has to be. I mean, this is the NFL. This is what you get. You get a couple years, and if you don't do anything, that that's what you got. And they replaced a nine to seven coach when when they brought him in. It's like it was ninety seven wasn't good enough. So yeah, because he was a shiny yeah, Patriots good. coordinator. Yeah, Colwell was ninety seven, I believe. Yeah. So. If you see Patricia go, I would look out for Stafford to follow right after him. Although, where would Stafford go? I mean, let's let's play. I mean, there's a lot of places theoretical <laughs> here. Like to me, God, Drew Brees should do the right thing and be like, guys, I'm going to go ahead and retire mid season, <laughs> and then they, the Saints could bring in Stafford and head straight right back to the playoffs. I mean, Winston would be a stopgap for the rest of the year. Yeah, Winston. Probably, <laughs> I mean, he would at least make it interesting and and fun. He could throw a deep ball still. But Washington, like a Stafford to Washington deal, that would be interesting. Uh, Stafford he's to... A, he's an upgrade of Rivers, isn't he? Yeah, yeah Stafford <laughs> to the Colts, that's a massive upgrade. Right. Niners, but they're they're still sold in Garoppolo. Uh, so. Yeah, and he had a good week, so yeah. so he, he just set he just set the franchise back at least <laughs> at least three to four more games. So yeah, they, they should have they should have brought in Tom Brady. Like they they wanted to, yeah. They should have done it. Like that that would have been the 49ers would be a completely different team if they brought Tom Brady in. They they would probably still be running the ball constantly, but it'd well, be yeah, they would. But I mean, but when they threw the ball, how many times does Garoppolo miss just a little left or just a little behind? Yeah, a little bit too deep, a little bit too short. He's in the he's in like the the small group of NFL quarterbacks that I can't stand watch play. I know Baker Mayfield, yeah, yeah, him and it, Baker, the same things. It's like frustrating. It's it, like it's wow, like, I see that they are capable, but they just don't like, do like, it all. It's the like time. the boneheaded mistakes. Like I don't know. Like I'm obviously not a quarterback. I can't do what they do. But it's like just watching right. like Trubisky, anybody like that. I just can't stand. I don't like watching bad quarterback play. It's it's hard to you know. I I made a comment on Twitter not that long ago. I said 12 teams could probably move on at quarterback and no one would blink an eye. Of course, some jackass was like, you're an idiot. Like, but no, really. Like, there, there's probably a solid 12 teams that that could do something at quarterback. Like, there's, there's always a good metric to me. You can always judge a quarterback on. If it's third and 15, can your quarterback have a chance of making it? It's a good, that's a good measuring stick. You know Brady can. I mean, I I think Wentz can. Obviously, like yeah, you know, Wentz big, is such uh, a good quarterback. I, I just I just don't know. His situation's terrible. I I, I hate the judge. It is, that. and he gets nicked up. There's a lot of things that factor into. But but man, you watch him against the Giants. Some of the throws he makes are beautiful. Like he has all the arm talent in the world, and he actually has the the mind as well. He's got he's got the brain to play the position. Mm. There's just other things working against him, and at some point you got to wonder, like, do you keep rolling with it? You know, but but there is like probably about what fifteen quarterbacks. You, you like you're not you still have belief they can get those downs. Yeah, and like it's like let's say Danny like Danny Dimes, he knows it's doom and gloom when it happens. Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. Mayfield ain't going to happen. Even like when Newton last week was on fourth down when they had a chance to come back at the last drive. 
It's just like, it's not going to happen. Now I will give Daniel Jones the benefit of the doubt because he is working with an absolutely awful line. I, I agree with that. I, I just, I still just, think there's, 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 hope, there's hope for him in my opinion, but I think Baker, we've seen who he is. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think we've seen who he is. Yeah, he, yeah but he falls in that group because even like Burrow shows that he can he can do it. Oh yeah, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks can do it. And if you're quarterback, if you're like, oh damn it, stern fifteen, there's no chance we get this. Just move on. I, I'm over. It's like if they can't do it, just, just go. Who cares? And that's why I said twelve teams could make a move at quarterback because if you don't have a guy that can complete that third and fifteen and like get even the fit, troops riled up, then you don't have the guy. Like even Fitzpatrick can do it. You know what I mean like hell yeah, Fitz can do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm still pissed off, man. <laughs> I'm still upset. I could, I, I, I could, t- I could cry over that. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm glad you mentioned him. Like the if you in case you were living under a rock, Tua Tagovailoa is named the starter. I don't hate that. I actually think it could potentially be brilliant because if Tua Tagovailoa stays healthy and is that good, and we know that he is, health is the only issue. Like if he's that good and he takes Miami's recent play and kicks it up a notch. The move could look brilliant. I'm pissed off because they didn't talk to Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> about about it before they did it. It's like Ryan Fitzpatrick goes out, outscores teams like 76 to 17 over the yeah, last, last two, two weeks. Games. Yeah, absolutely murdered it. He's a great guy, a great mentor, a great tutor, one of the most fun personalities in the league. And, and you just don't even have the conversation with him. You just name to as the starter, and you break his heart like it. That pisses me off because he's given everything he's got to. Right, he plays. He plays. Team. He plays like super, super hard. He does. And he's inspired. Not, he's not the most talented quarterback in the world. We know that. Yeah, he's de- he's definitely a blue collar guy. Yeah, he's been benched a million times, but like you're you're gonna get everything he's got, and and in a lot of cases, everything he's got is enough, and it just it makes me pretty upset that they did this to him now. Again, it could look brilliant. I'm not mad about anything other than the fact that they blindsided. Yeah, the way I was handled. Because he don't, he doesn't deserve that. He so, angry Dolphins fan on the show this <laughs> evening. Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't deserve it. That being said, pretty damn pumped to watch Tua play a whole game. I I know he only threw two passes last week in his debut against the Jets. Against the Jets, <laughs> but one of those plays was impressive as hell. Yeah, when he rolled out and threw it on a dime to the sideline short pass short completion you know it was, i mean the pass was long but it was a short yardage completion that got me excited but i didn't know they were going to do what they did <laughs> anyone else lions falcons i think carry on that could be a trade candidate i don't know why they wouldn't i'm tired of seeing him too just move on just move on. I, he's he's actually got talent though I, I, like it's just one, one of the situations where he's always there and he he just keeps doing, he's just like he's plateaued of what he's going to be able to do there. I'm just over it. Yeah, to me that's a perfect guy you trade to a team like the Jets that's starting to rebuild because I I mean the Michael P Ryan whether you like him or not I mean he's still like a fourth round running back. We don't know if he's actually going to be yeah. good. So carry on could play for teams like the Giants, the Jets, the the, the, the Texans. You know what I mean? The Texans. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's a litany of teams. That carry on Johnson could probably step into and actually get playing time. The Niners, because Raheem Mostert gone, yeah, he's, gone again. He, yeah, banged up. Gone again. So yeah, I digress. 
Kenny Galladay, Stafford and Ryan. Heck yeah. How about Gurley? Gurley's been solid. Yeah. I, I don't see. I mean, you. I think you got to throw him in there. Yeah. I, I, I'm not super excited about him, but I'd still throw him in no, there. No, I'm never. But I mean, he does. The floor, again, is pretty damn solid. Like, the floor is the same as David Montgomery and, and probably Rojo. I mean, he's giving you passes out of the backfield. He's giving you the the lion's share of a committee number of carries. So, again, like like you said, nothing exciting. I'm actually going to pull it up real quick. Nothing exciting, but he's, he's a play. If you got him and you don't already have two really good running backs, you kind of got to play him. Todd Gurley, 14th overall in our league of record. Averaging 15. Yeah. And that, that's 15. That's good. I mean, that's that's a yeah. good asset to have. It is, but I've just been in my two main leagues. I have Mike Davis, and I'm kind of, I've been spoiled by the twenty plus games. Oh yeah, you can't sit. <laughs> yeah, you can't sit Davis. No, I, I'm saying this. I get jaded because I see like the, the Davis performances and all that, and I like I have to remember that remember that the the team games are good. Right. But yeah, I right, see. I'm in a position. My guys are Ronald Jones, and David Montgomery in my league of record. And if I had Todd Gurley, that would make my decision hard. Yeah. Like, I'd probably have to put him in over Montgomery sometimes. Even though Montgomery gets the Lions' bulk of the carries, the line is not good. The, the run blocking in Chicago is just not good. So, Gurley, nothing to get excited about. But, yeah, you got, I think you got to play him. He's a top 15 guy right now. Steelers-Titans. Does Derrick Henry get bottled up in this one? Can anyone <laughs> bottle up Derrick Henry? He's still a must start, regardless of how bad the matchup is. Is, is. is Brown hurt? Brown popped back up on the injury report. I'm not sure if he's actually hurt, but he definitely popped up. I knew he, I knew he had a designation. I just didn't know how severe it was because I don't have any shares. Yeah. I, I it's I'm fairly certain. I'm gonna try to pull it up. I'm fairly certain that he's not looking good for this week. It's like a lot of the Steelers fans were saying they weren't scared of Henry in this matchup. They were scared of Tannehill. Right. And it is a knee injury. I think it's going to come down to a game-time decision. Johnny Smith is back. Yeah, that's a good addition. Yeah. And Johnny, Johnny's been really good. So I think you can play Johnny. Derrick Henry, I don't know how you sit him. I know it's you the Steelers, can. but you still can't sit Derrick Henry because good defenses still have off games. Mm-hmm. If anyone's going to give you an off game, it's probably going to be Derrick Henry. Hey, look. Our latest comment, want to become famous? Buy followers, primes, and views on big follows? Click on this link. Yeah. Fuck you, buddy. Yeah, we'll get right on that one. Yeah, we'll get right on that one. We're going to take our Manscaped shavers and, and shave your balls. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. So give us a few more thoughts on the Steelers-Titans game, and, and, and I'll tell everybody about Manscaped. I mean, we're all excited about the Steelers receivers still, right? All of them. <laughs> Deontay Johnson should be back this yes. week. Uh Chase Claypool is a must start, even though he's going to be inconsistent. I mean, he's just, you can't put a guy like that on your bench. Steelers are showing everywhere right now. Like, even Connor, it's like at every position, you pretty much like you're safe to start any of them. And Connor's looked really good. Yeah, he, he really has. I mean, I, I can't, you know, again, that's another, that's a, a Wentz thing right there. Like, Connor's got the, the talent. He just, he gets nicked up. The way it is right now, I know it's like way early, but I mean, as far as like the, I really do think it's we Steelers and Buccaneers right now, as far as the way they're both playing. That would actually be a great, I mean, two really good defenses. 
two older quarterbacks that are still getting and two done. loaded wide receiving cores, loaded receiver cores. Rojo looks pretty damn good this year, and he's, so he's, does James Conner. They're pretty much very similar. Yeah, so that 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 would actually be that'd be a damn good matchup, honestly. Anyways, let's give you a uh, a quick message from the sponsor of tonight's show, which of course is Manscaped. Autumn is in the air, and Manscaped is here to ensure you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming. By grooming, we mean, you know, getting the balls nice and clean. <laughs> and by pumpkins, when we say don't carve them, we mean your boys. So Manscaped is on a mission to change the way you approach caring for your balls. And great news, they just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. Let's not forget... The trimmer, the 3.0, the lawnmower 3.0 is the best trimmer you can possibly get for your butt, balls, and body. That's three Bs that I, that, that'll that'll twist the tongue. Have you used the lawnmower? I, I've used it on my head. Dude, it's a good, yeah. it's a damn good trimmer. I'm just happy they don't want people looking European in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Manscaped is doing everything they can to, to fight that. But the Manscaped, there's so much stuff you can get in the packages. they got a lot of different packages you can use. They have hair and body wash that come in some packages. They've got cologne. They've got ball wipes because you never know what's going to pop up. Mm -hmm. You might be somewhere and, and somebody says, hey, you want to go here? I need my Manscaped ball <laughs> wipes. Got to have them. They've got crop cleanser. It's a full body wash that you can also use on your hair. They've got the crop care kit. That includes ball deodorant. They've got everything that you could possibly need for your male grooming needs. And listen, I'm not ashamed. And uh, I'm a male groomer. And I love the boxers. Yeah. You can get boxers, t-shirt. I haven't wore the boxers yet. Like, I'm totally transparent. I'm not going to bullshit anybody on the product. I haven't wore the boxers. But I'm I've willing. used the other things. And unlike Neil... I've taken the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer and I've done the grooming. <laughs> I tried to carve the pumpkins. Couldn't carve them. That thing is smooth. It doesn't cut anything. It's a great, great razor. You can get 20% off by using the promo code BRFS at manscaped.com. We highly suggest it and it would help us out in securing this sponsor for the show. So if you're a male groomer and you weren't born in the 50s, and you're not overly conservative and just let the bush flow out, go to manscaped.com, give it a try, use the promo code BRFS, and even hop on Twitter at the back row show. Let us know how it worked out for you. It's working out well for me. And I, I needed a new trimmer. So it's, yeah. to get a good one is awesome. Buccaneers Raiders. This is going to be a good game. It should be a good game. Both teams yeah. are good. The Raiders, the only thing that can make this game terrible is the offensive line situation with oh, the yeah. COVID. I was going to say, that's the one thing that's going to hurt, especially yeah. the way defensive, um, the defensive line and linebacking court for Tampa Bay played like last year, I mean, last week. Yeah, it, it could be scary, but I, di I didn't read up completely. I don't know how many players it's from one that right line. It's right now, just Trent. Are the rest definitely the, out? No, just Trent was. The rest of them were cleared through contact through the contact tracing. Okay, so so there is still potential for this to be yes. a pretty damn good game. Who do you like in this game for fantasy purposes? So he still like Godwin and Evans. I mean, I like Rojo still. 
Do you believe in Gronk now or no? With the landscape of tight ends going back to atrocity lately, I think Gronk is an is an okay floor. He's he's probably eight to ten points because he'll probably catch three or four balls for 50, 60 yards. And on the other side of what Waller, I'm sure. I mean the the, the coverage on the linebacking core for Tampa Bay is pretty good. It is pretty good, but you got to play Waller. You got anyways. you have to play him. You got to and you have to play him. Despite rugs yeah. and those guys like Waller, still the the pass catcher to play. So Waller, I don't love Jacobs in this one. Jacobs hasn't really done anything to blow us away this year. He's been solid. I feel like he's still out to play him though. You, yeah, I mean he's he's averaging more than most backs. So I mean he's playing well. I think it's just the lack of hundred yard games with Jacobs. Like you haven't seen the big game out of him. You got the biggest game you could possibly get out of him in week one. He scored three touchdowns. But, I mean, the yards per carry are not great. <laughs> no, the receptions not. are not great. So there, there's just a little bit to be desired. He's kind of a – he's not a grinder. He's got more talent than that. Yeah. But thus far, he looks kind of like a grinder. Yeah, I hate seeing the 27 carries for 88 yards. Yeah, it's <laughs> – you know, he's going to get the load – but you're probably not getting any anything crazy out of it. Now that being said, you know the the past uh, handful of games they've played the Patriots, the Bills, the Chiefs, three good defenses. Yes. He scored two touchdowns against the Chiefs, but he's greener pastures should be coming after the Bucks. Got the Browns, Chargers, Broncos, Falcons, Jets. <laughs> There's some tough ones in there too. Yeah, but. There's going to be he's going to be a nice play for your uh, your playoff push, and we're not, and I won't advocate trying to get him because his asking price is still through the roof. Yeah, nobody will give him up. <laughs> no, nobody will give him up whatsoever. Uh, Scotty Miller, does he play with a chip on his shoulder and give you a surprisingly good week? No, AB's coming in. I'm not excited about playing him though. Well, I don't think anybody's ever excited about playing Scotty Miller. But. I'm more excited about Renfro than him. I don't think he's done anything this year. Has he? Has he, he had a game at all that has, that's been made you say, mm. "No, nah, no, nah, I just love him." He's a Clemson guy, right? Yeah. There we go. That's fine. Anyone else? No. No defense. No. I mean, Devin White. Well, well, yeah. The, the linebacking core for Tampa Bay, and they're they're pretty much a given. Yeah, you can probably play three out of the four of those guys yes. comfortably. But Raiders. I don't know if Kwiatkowski's back this week or not. Corey Littleton's not done. I and I I threw a warning out there. I was about to say I had to play him because of um Miles Jack being hurt and out. Then I'm like and then I look at Littleton Littleton's stats. I'm like, when's he gonna show up? He's not I mean he's not. I mean it's Micah Kaiser is killing it. Do you think Micah Kaiser's that talented? I don't know. I, I mean, he might be. He does look pretty good. But that that scheme is just really it's really good for the guys in the middle in LA. The Raiders, it's just a little bit different. I, I Kwiatkowski, to me, is still the tackling machine if he mm-hmm. can ever get back on the field. So that's if he's playing this week, I haven't looked. If he is, he might be worth firing up because Buccaneers are going to want to slow this one down. Yeah, I, I mean they're they're going to want. I think I think both teams are going to want to play a grinded out game at least through a couple quarters, and then Brady will probably take over and surprise and and you know use his wide receivers to his ability and and get ahead of him. I kind of. I see this being another Buccaneers win. I think they start going on a streak. I think they start yeah. becoming dangerous as of this week. Like they, you know, 
this is the next logical step after whipping Green Bay. <laughs> you go in and you take care of the Raiders handily, and the league's on alert. Yeah, I don't see the Raiders winning this one at all. I don't either. I, I think the Raiders are a little bit of fool's gold. I, I think we got, you know, it was exciting, but I don't think, I don't really think they're that good. We'll find out this week. Chiefs and Broncos, Neil. Do the Broncos have any, any <laughs> chance of winning this game? Do they have any no. inkling? Should they even be playing in this game? Should they just call it a loss and give it to it, the it's Chiefs? Just, it's just a little speed bump. It's not even, I, don't, I wouldn't even call it a speed bump. It's I don't know. I, I'm not excited about any of the Broncos. Even like, what, Josie Jewell, that's it. Yeah. Is, uh, is Gordon playing? Tim Patrick's been a solid play. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Melvin Gordon. Again, I will look up Melvin Gordon, but Philip Lindsay had a good week last week. Uh, Tim Patrick, Tim Patrick's totally playable. Tim Patrick's, Tim Patrick's startable. And fans still, you know, injury designation. He's back. I, I think he's back. I, I think he's well, good he, to go. Yeah, he should be coming, but he's still designated. So those guys should be good. Jerry Judy hasn't done enough to warrant putting him in a starting lineup so far this year, in my opinion. He's been okay as a bye week guy, but. Yeah, practice. Okay. Yeah. Gordon's back. Yeah, I fire him up. Gordon's back. No uh, league discipline so far. So, yeah, you definitely fire him up. But the Chiefs' defense is pretty good. I, I mean, they, they've stepped up. You're getting the safe floor of Melvin Gordon 10 to 12, you know, 10 or 12 points yeah, at I'm, a minimum. I'm happy as to what the teens. Yeah. That's all I'm hoping for. Right. Because averaging in the teens is the way to go. So, when a running back gives you 12 or 13, you can't be that upset. Chiefs' side. Mahomes, which, you know, Mahomes hasn't really been – he's still Mahomes. He's winning football games. He's doing what great quarterbacks do. But other than that, I, I mean, the touchdowns, the yardage is there. The touchdown-to-interception ratio is there. The fantasy points are good. I mean, they're good. They're just not gross. He's not, he's not outpacing everybody else by 50 to 100 points. Right. Now, his season so far, it's beautiful. 1,699 yards, 15 touchdowns, one pick. Like, he's he legit is the truth. And last week was um, like real heavy winds and very cold. So that's why they ran it so many times. Right. So the, the, he should technically get it back on track. You might get yourself a, a massive fantasy week out of him this week. Fire him up with full confidence. I think Clyde Edwards-Solaire is fine. Do you think Le'Veon Bell's really going to cut into much no. this soon? I don't believe he will be. No. Clyde Edwards Lair, I think he's a solid start. It's a wait and see approach on that one. I, I want to start building capacity. Yeah. Wide receivers in this game outside of Tim Patrick. I mean, Tyreek Hill, you're <laughs> you're gonna start your studs. I mean, well, he is still he's a top guy. He's twelfth in our league of record right now. What's the Kelsey, Kelsey too? Yeah, me too. Kelsey, you're good to go there. And that's about as deep as I think I'd go on that one. Probably as deep as I'd go on it, too. And I really regret trading Chase Claypool in this league. He's a, he's a, he's a, didn't he get Ayuk out of it, though? He's a game winner. I did, but <laughs> he's at least scoring now. I mean, I like Ayuk. I think Ayuk's going to be really good, but I, I gave up potentially the rookie of the year. Yeah, you know, because I I sold high. Sometimes selling high can come back and and just completely bite you in the ass. Anyone else in the Chiefs Broncos game? I mean, Kelsey's a, a definite. You know, you gotta you gotta start Travis Kelsey. But is there anyone else? No. Jaguars Chargers. 
Herbert versus Minshew. Minshew's, can we go ahead and say it's it's time? Like, I like Gardner Minshew. I, he's a, this guy's the next Ryan Fitzpatrick to me. He's, he, he's going to be the best backup quarterback in the league one day. And Minshew, um, he's one, he actually falls in the category on the right side of it. With the, I, I would trust him at third and 15. And he could actually pull off his plays and, like, say, break, once again, Baker Mayfield and all that. But for this game, I, mean, I, I wouldn't be scared to fire him up, even though the defense is still good on the Chargers side. If, I mean, you're, if you're starting a franchise up today, who you want as your quarterback? You only got these options, Baker or Minshew? Give me Minshew. I think I'd, I think I'd say give like me said, Minshew, I, too. I trust him in, in those certain situations. I don't trust Baker. So. I don't either. And, and I and I don't uh, – I kind of trust Minshew's competitive nature a little more than Baker. I think Baker expects to be good, and Minshew works to be good. So, Who do you like on that side? Just him and Chark? Uh, I Listen, Josh Kelly's going to be a nice play this week. He should. Justin Jackson is on the injury report again. I don't know necessarily that he's going to miss, but Joshua Kelly is going to be a good play. Uh, I don't know about Herbert this week. I don't. I think Keenan Allen is questionable or out. <laughs> gonna have to double check that. Raining cats and dogs in the studio. Keenan Allen. It feels, like, it feels like I never have any shares of Charger players. No, I don't either. He's ready yep, to play. He's ready to play. So, yeah, Herbert's probably going to be fine in this one then. Mm-hmm. He'll have his plethora of weapons at his disposal. I expect the Chargers win. I'm fine with Chark. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily love James Robinson in this one, but he's going to be a safe floor. He's probably going to give you 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. So you're probably not going to get anything upsetting out of that. But other than that, there's nothing crazy exciting on this game. No. I, I... Also, re- I, I really don't see Jags doing too much against that defense anyway. Probably the reason that I don't own Chargers players. I'm just never that excited about them. No. Diners Patriots, your team. They your have, team, they, Garoppolo they, revenge game. They had to bounce back from this one. They can't They can't afford to go two and four. I mean, I'm not excited about any of the players, though. Um, Mostert's out. Uh, McKinnon's a, an okay play. When when Moster's out, McKinnon gets run. He's a safe floor. Again, I've said it 50 times this episode, <laughs> 10 to 12 points, you're probably getting that. You don't know who to start at wide receiver. Ayuk has games. Debo has games. Ultimately, it comes down to the fact that they don't have a franchise quarterback. <laughs> Patriots, sometimes Cam Newton gives you running yards and touchdowns. Sometimes he don't. Sometimes James White gets you 20 rushing yards and four receptions for 40 yards or yep. something. You, you don't know. Sometimes Rex, Rex Burkhead <laughs> looks like Peyton Hillis in his prime. Sometimes he don't. There's, there's just there's not a lot to yeah, get excited. No, <laughs> Nikhil Harry is one of the grossest plays in fantasy the last two years. I wouldn't trade you Tim Patrick for Nikhil Harry right now. I know I wouldn't either. Nothing to be excited about. He's doing nothing. Belichick finally spent a first rounder on the wide receiver, and now he regrets it. He won't do it again, will he? Yeah, Demir Bird <laughs> is his dude. <laughs> I mean, you, Demir Bird, that's that's your dude, Belichick. Not the guy you spent a first on. So basically, the only people that actually went out and got that were, were actually high, what, you know, between him and the second for Sanu, they're biting them. They, yeah. they prefer the bums. Yeah. <laughs> this is the castaways. I, I'm sure there's going to be some fantasy players in this game, but I don't know who the fuck they are. 
said nothing exciting. I don't know who they are. It's, I'm just being honest. I have no idea. Fred Warner. <laughs> Fred Warner. George Kittle. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really it. Fred Warner, George Kittle. As far as being happy about those are the only two I can think yeah. of. So there you go. Seahawks and Cardinals. I mean, I love all the, Seah- I love all the Seahawks receivers. This should be a fun game. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to watch this one. Theoretically, yeah. it should be a really fun game. Kyler versus Russell. They're both, uh, they, their games are a lot alike. Like they, they have a lot in common as far as what <laughs> they can do on the field. I, I don't know if there's anyone you want to sit in this one. Yeah, well, honestly. So I wonder what the over under is on this. <laughs> it has to be bad. You would think it would. I, I got it. Yeah, but it's, it, um, you got to, you got to be happy for all the receivers on both sides of this. Um, well, maybe only too deep on the Arizona side. Um, yeah, there's no, you want to start Christian Kirk, but you just, you can't, he's too inconsistent. I mean, it's, it's DeAndre Hopkins and and that's it. Uh, Rain Norms, he says, should I be trying to move a B? Yes. It it is a little bit dependent on the situation, but I personally would move a B, especially in dynasty leagues, especially if you can get a player that's got longevity back for him. Absolutely. But yeah, Cardinals, Kenyon Drake showed up last week. <laughs> yep. He's so he's due for a bad game this week. Then. Yeah. Drake I still fire him up. Drake Yeah. Hop- you have to. You have to. Drake, Hopkins, Murray, fire him up. I don't know what receiver. I mean Christian Kirk <laughs> if you don't have anyone else. Seahawks, Russ, Carson, DK, Lockett, lock it in. It's feel a lot of points. It's fifty five is what I've seen. They've run on it. Who's favorite? Well, I mean, obviously the Seahawks, Seahawks are, are three, Seahawks are by three and a half. That's a that that that's a respectable line. That's a lot of respect shown to the Cardinals. Defensive side, uh, ever the, okay. So Seattle's had some issues at linebacker, and their first round rookie Jordan Brooks has been injured. So a guy named Cody Barton has stepped in, twenty three year old player, for, uh, third round pick last year out of Utah. 14 tackles before the bye week mm-hmm. whenever he stepped in. That's a guy I'd consider throwing in if you need a linebacker. I'd consider throwing Cody Barton in and seeing what he can do. Who is someone reasonable to trade for AB? There's a lot of them. A lot of guys, Rain. A lot of guys. So if you can give me some names, we'll gladly answer them. Or what you need or, or yeah, dynasty. or. But if you've got people in your league coming hard after AB, yeah. Get something, like get something for him. Don't hold on to him. I'm going to be trading him where I can. So just get it done, son. Move AB out. He's not going to put up incredible numbers. He's going to have good games, but there's there's just too many weapons. I, I would even move him for a third. You would? In, I in, wouldn't in, do that. In, in my in my current situation, the team I do have him for, I would move him for a third. Rain says, I kind of need some running backs. If you can get a running back that can put up points, trade them. I don't know what running backs you can get for them because running backs are hard to acquire no matter what these days. We'll wait. We'll wait and see some names. Still, if you can get a running back that is producing in the top 20, it, it, should we say 20 or 25? It, it would have to be a running back at, 
is in the you know ten to fifteen range off of thinking points. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Let's go through some of the running backs in our league of record and where they stand. Obviously, the top five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Probably the top fifteen. We don't even have to mention Jonathan Taylor. If you can get him for AB, yeah, do it. One thousand percent. Miles Gaskin, even though last week I sounded the alarm that he could be <laughs> getting passed, that's not happening yet. No. So Gaskin, I would take him for AB. David Montgomery, I would take him for AB. Drake, yep. David Johnson, no. I would not take David Johnson for AB. No, I would not. Daryl Henderson, absolutely. Gibson, yeah, fire him up. Antonio Gibson, absolutely. DeAndre Swift, hell yes. Singletary, hell yes. Melvin Gordon, hell yes. That's about where it ends. <laughs> That's about where it ends. I'm sure there's someone else in there. You have Hunt, Aaron Jones, and Montgomery. That's and you need running backs. <laughs> That's a pretty solid three. But if still, if you can get Jonathan Taylor for A B, by all means. Let's talk about this Bears and Rams game. Do the Bears keep it going? Can they win yet again? I I really do think Bears can win this game. I don't understand how they're winning. <laughs> Their defense, man, they're just playing stellar ball, stellar ball. And Nick Foles has nothing on his passes, but he's having good games. <laughs> he gave, I he, really don't understand. He gave a fiery post game speech too, so it's pretty it's pretty nice looking actually. Big Dick Nick, <laughs> just swinging all over the place, getting it done. And still, you're only excited about two people on the team. <laughs> yeah. No, well, wait, who? Allen Robinson. Montgomery. I'm not excited about Montgomery any week. He's given me a nice floor, but he's not giving me game-winning production. I mean, I like him. He's getting the receiving work now, too. But Allen Robinson's the only thing exciting about the Bears to me. Besides, no, that's it. That's it. Just Allen Robinson. Rams side. Which, I, which receiver is going to be the best one this week? Which one's going to be the best? I'm, what, what, I'm going with Robert Woods again. Yeah, I know he's I know he's designated. I'm not sure about it is. I like Woods. Uh, I Jared Goff is another one of those guys. Is is Goff exciting to start? I honestly don't even know where he's sitting this year <laughs> in, in in the the tier of quarterbacks. Goff, 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 fourteenth, twenty seven points. Which, if you go by average per game on golf, that's twentieth. So the answer is no. You're not excited. And on my metric, I, I have faith in golf in certain <laughs> situations. So he's not. He's not one of the Baker Mayfield, Mayfield guys. He's a matchup play. Yeah. <clears throat> you you got to play golf in the right matchup. Hunt and AB for Godwin or hell no. The answer is hell no. Right. Hell no. The answer is hell no. Godwin hasn't done a lot anyways, and now he's got A.B. there with him. And Kareem Hunt is a baller whether Chubb is there or not. Nope. Wouldn't do that. Not. No. Just no. Anyone else bears Rams-wise? Tyler Higby? Maybe. I think he's hurt too, isn't he? <laughs> Probably knowing my luck. <laughs> Me Henderson? Are you excited about him? Yeah. I mean, you. I think you can play him because Cam Akers apparently is never getting a chance. No. So you can play Daryl Henderson. Hunt and A.B. for Godwin. No, don't do that. Just just don't. As far Please. as this Rams receivers is about it. That's about the one thing I'm excited about on that side. Yeah. And, and, and you could probably fire him and Cooper Cup up, no problem. 
wouldn't be overly excited because the Bears have a pretty solid defense, but somebody's got to catch the ball. Somebody's got to score points. Could turn out to be a good game. But Bears could have been in the market to trade for receiver too, like A.J. Green. I don't know if they need to, though. I mean, Darnell Mooney is a rookie. They need a legit number two. I don't know. I think Mooney's going to be that guy, but Anthony Miller is just kind of mediocre. He's he's just <laughs> there's just nothing you know nothing exciting about him either. But the Bears do need something. They need some. They need they need explosiveness. They need a guy that can stretch the field. It's like when he had Marshall and Alshon at the same time. Yeah, they they need something to hang their hat on offensively, and they don't really have it right now. So they they. They could benefit from a John Ross, honestly. So, yeah, a decoy. Yeah. Somebody that could free up those <laughs> a, a, other receivers a, a, and Jimmy Graham. A Brandon Cooks. A Brandon <laughs> Cooks, yeah. John Ross to the Bears. John Ross to the Bears is is the best thought I've had all night. That that would actually be very beneficial to me. The Bears need some speed. And that's what John Ross does. And you gotta cover him, because you never know. He could catch it. He'll he'll get hurt in the process, he but could, he'll he'll catch it. He could possibly <laughs> catch it. That's all the games. All the games. Miami's on a bye this week, which upsets me. I gotta wait for two a time. Hopefully Fitzpatrick can mend his heart by then. We'll see. No no watch Fitzpatrick having he'll have to come back in at some point the season. Watch it happen. Oh, I gar I mean, <laughs> chances are I mean we've not if Tua gets hit real hard, we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but I think about Tua, and I'm like, wasn't he in that movie? What was it Glass? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he in that movie with yeah, Bruce Willis? Yeah, Mr. Glass. Like he, every time he gets up and tries to go anywhere, he gets hurt, which is unfair. I mean, mm-hmm. he's had some injuries, but so have other guys in the league. I, I hope he stays healthy. We'll see. So, what do you think about this armsless episode? I was, I, able, I was able to speak much more. We were, but you, you didn't get some of your anger out at him no no that's some of the best parts of the show is when when you're just like you know what arms i'm gonna i'm gonna break it down right now i didn't tell you everything i I think yeah i didn't didn't get to break out any osu homerisms no (laughs) meme central 12 man league full ppr that's a hell of a message meme central (laughs) you have anything to add to it that we might be able to answer you've got 30 seconds before the show is over I can imagine a twelve man league, how much people are available on the waiver wire to drive me nuts. That's like, the know. kind of league where Antonio Gibson's on the wire. Uh Alan Lazard before he got hurt, probably on the wire. Antonio Brown's probably still on the wire. <laughs> like twelve listen, this is nothing against you, Meme Central, but I'm gonna go out on this note. Twelve man leagues are fucking boring. They are fucking boring. It's like we've talked about before. I can't outstand seeing good players on the bench. No. You or, need a, on a waiver wire. You need a league that. where the waiver wire is a true crapshoot every week. <laughs> like I see our waiver wire list <laughs> of guys who got bid on and picked up, and I'm like, which one of these motherfuckers are doing anything? This it's week? like, who's this guy, and why is he picking him up? Exactly. <laughs> like what? What the hell? Our waiver wire is barren. <laughs> there is nothing on our waiver wire. Let me tell you what's on our waiver wire. That's how we're going out of the show tonight. So we're going to go top. We're going to look up the best scores free agent wise. This is a 16 team, 30 man roster in Dynasty. It's IDP. Your top waiver wire pickup is Jason Sanders of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Kicker, obviously. Carlton Davis, 
of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> the cornerbacks. It is a cornerback. I, <laughs> I mean, all cornerbacks. I'm going to add him right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got Carlton Davis. Uh, I meant to pick him up last week, I think. It's cornerback, 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 cornerback. Joe Thomas of the Dallas Cowboys linebacker. Corner, corner. Dontrell Inman is your premier offensive player available on the waiver wire in our 16-team dynasty. That's the way it should be. And all those points came from one game. All those points came from weeks, week three. But that's the guy that if someone needs a wide receiver this week and you can't trade for one, Dontrell Inman gets picked up off waivers this week in our league. That's how it goes. That's, that's, that's what it is. Best quarterback available is Kyle Allen. That's the way it should be. I'm actually shocked he's available. Huh? I'm actually shocked he's available. Uh, Phil, who's in our league, traded for ba- traded Tua for Baker. So he got his backup quarterback and Tua off his taxi. Mm. So he dropped Kyle Allen, which okay. I sold it, sold Kyle Allen to him for like five bucks. I think. <laughs> so because I need, I didn't have a backup at the time. Hell, I might not have a backup now. I might need to grab. <laughs> I might need to grab Kyle <laughs> Allen. Let's go ahead and throw dark, him in there and just see what happens. Uh, dark days. Dark freaking days indeed. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know if I have a backup quarterback in this league or not. But that's how our free agent pool should look like. That's our free agent pool, man. <laughs> 12 teamers, not good. Not good at all. It's it's just not a challenge. And that's what that's the note we'll go out on. Oh, I got Aaron Rodgers, my quarterback. He doesn't have a – he's already got his buy out of the way. Mm-hmm. I'll have to fix that. Anyways, no arms. Let us know what you thought about it. Was it nice? This is like, this lines up perfectly with like the past two presidential debates. I hate to get political, but when arms is here, we can't get a fucking word in. <laughs> now, now Trump's calmed down and arms is gone. It's, it's like we're Joe Biden. We get to actually talk about our yeah. policies this week. We got to actually speak about what we like this week. But now I have bottled up rage. I haven't been able to unleash yet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> definitely if you made it this long in this episode, tune in next week because Arms is probably going to rip Arms' heart out of his chest. Yeah. Very Indiana Jones-like. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bark's out. Neil's out. Later. Peace. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.